Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Silent Ron's back. Hello. Big Mike's back. How you doing? Brother Bob's back. What's happening? Carl's back. What up? Tonight, the Bible verse is James 1, 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Tonight is open roundtable. So whatever you're struggling with, whatever is on your heart, whatever questions you have, it's just us. Nobody else is listening. Nobody else is listening? Nobody else is Why listening. Why picking on Mike then? Because nobody else is listening. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, I appreciate the help. Before we get serious, can I say, I think in honor of your silent Ron name, when he introduces you, there should just be like 10 seconds of awkward nothing. <laughs> My man. <laughs> No, that'd make a good intro. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that came because the first day I did it, I didn't talk through that whole podcast, I don't think. No? No, I don't think you said one word. Is that what it Yeah, I sat through the whole thing and didn't say a word. But he sure was thinking a lot. Oh, yeah. You can see it. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking a lot. I was listening. You could probably smell it, too. (laughs) It might have been burning. (laughs) Yeah, I was listening. Well, unfortunately, podcasts aren't scratching snaps. Yeah, they are not. And thank, thank goodness they're not I think video. Some of them, yeah, yeah. But some of them, thank goodness they're not scratches. The gears were turning. Yeah, I'm glad they're not video because if there's video, Bob would probably be deuces. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> we still got to set that one up. Yeah, we still got to. You know? But I think uh, kind of things on our hearts and stuff, I, I think I got convicted yesterday with... Uh, and it can go a lot of different ways. I had said something to you, so I figure it's an open mic night or whatever. So I'll say open something. mic night. Yeah. Only we're not doing comedy. So open up mic. Well, I don't open mic. Just have natural material. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sitting there in the sermon yesterday and stuff, and and you know it was going over you know what is God to you and what do you claim to be and you know and things and that can go of course many many different ways. But I think to me in my heart it it put out a like. I guess in the blanket statement of how is your church challenging you, Hmm. you know? Um, And I don't mean like to a duel, the individuals (laughs) in it, you you know what I mean? I I don't mean how, how are you getting along with everybody else in your church or how do you get along with your pastor and things like that. But I think just in a real sense of, is it challenging you to become a better Christian? Is it challenging you to try to, look for a better relationship with Christ? Is it challenging you to stop saying, like in our sermon yesterday, that, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a white Republican, or I'm a Hispanic Democrat, or I'm a, even, though I joke about it, a Catholic, or a Baptist, or a Jehovah's Witness, or any of these things, and just... I'm a follower of God. And um, I think it's weighed on me. You know, I mean, I, I, I 
tried to bring this up to Ronnie in our small group last night, and it was kind of like four times I just looked across the room at him, and he's looking at me like, what? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got something like, on my shirt, or what? Yeah, was, I think by the third time, it was like, do, do yeah, something to make him mad, or what? He wasn't you know? getting right. Yeah, and it was just, it was one of those to, to want to try to speak the words, but not really know how to say it, because it can. It can go so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, uh, and I think it also goes to those around you. Are those around you challenging you to be a better follower of Christ, a better person in your day-to-day life, in your home life, in your, you know, just all of these things. And it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot because they can go, we can, you know, talk for over a month straight on this and not, not fill all the rabbit holes and things like that, you know, but it can go so many different ways. Yeah. But I think it's something that should always be on our heart because we've said before, you know, you show me who you hang around, I'll show you your future. Mm -hmm. You know, and and uh, and we've talked about holding each other accountable, and we've talked about all of these things that we need to do. And I think it took give me a minute to, you know, just in listening to the sermon to self reflect and saying, am am I being that person that I that I say I want in my life? You know, am I am I challenging Bob, you know, to, to, to be a better, a better Christian, you know, because I mean, you know, Bob's work spent now a lot of years in ministry preaching to people to where it was, maybe he didn't have a lot of that. He didn't have a lot of people that are like, Hey Bob, how are you doing? You know, or see some of the times to where Bob's struggling and things like that. And it, it, you know, and, uh, and so I think it's just convicted me to know, not only do I need to be that person more, but I need to expect that of myself more for everybody around me. Right. So you're asking yourself, who do you think Christ is? Who do you think Jesus is? Yeah. You know, Jesus wants to know, you know, he already knows what we what we think. Right. But he just wants you to be outward with your expression, who do you think I am? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you, and you're right. You know, I, I've, I've preached and I've studied the Bible and you know it it kind of hit me yesterday too because I'm like who do I think Jesus is you know I got to thinking about that you know because I define myself you know people define me as like I'm the owner of a tire shop you know I own Bob's Tire you know um, I do you know I, I, I do children's church you know, they kind of define me as that way, you know, and I used to define myself as that same way, you know, I like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I own Bob's Tire, I do this for a living, my name's Robert Branster, you know, but, uh, it'd be funny if you own Todd's Tire, Todd's Tire, <laughs> that'd be weird, but, what's Todd's Tire? I don't know, but, <laughs> you tell me where that's at, oh. I'm just saying, like, I want to see if that guy wants to buy me out, <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, it, it kind of hit, kind of like Mike, it hit me yesterday too. I mean, even though I know who he is and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but am I really doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, am I really saying, hey, I'm just going to follow you, <clears throat> you know? I don't want to cherry pick nothing out, you know? And like Cole said yesterday, you know, we don't want to say that we're a non-denominational church because that's still defining mm-hmm. who we are, you know. I always try to tell people that I'm just a follower of Jesus. You know, there right. there shouldn't there should not be no denominations. 
you know, that everything should come to the foot of the cross where Jesus hung on that cross, and that's where we need to be as followers of Him. We need to come to that cross so He can actually take us further. Mm-hmm. I think too often we we give lip service to following Jesus. You yeah. talked about who He really is, who He is to us. And I think too often we, we take that to a conclusion of redefining Jesus to give ourselves an excuse to disobey the Father. Exactly. And honestly, I think that strikes the heart of my, like what you talked about, like how's the church challenging? It strikes to the heart of my biggest concern with church in general is that we're neglecting discipleship. Mm-hmm. We've re- we, we do a fairly good job of discipling kids, mm-hmm. but not adults. Yep. And I'm, I'm sorry, sermons are great. Mm-hmm. You know, getting, getting the pep talk is great. That's not discipleship, though. No, discipleship is learning how to walk exactly as Jesus walked, right? What that verse talked about, James one twenty two, be doers of the word, not just hearers of it, mm-hmm. not redefining. I think we have, there's something like 30,000 plus denominations in the world. And we have 30,000 plus denominations, not because we can't agree with each other, but because we have 30,000 unique ways of disagreeing with the Father. Exactly. And that's a problem. That's and, a serious problem. And so you're talking 30,000 plus Different ways People of defining. of cherry-picking verses out of the Bible to, to make them go their way. 100%. 100%. I think exactly. one of the most damaging things we, we've done, in my opinion, and it, it's convenience, it's great, but, mm-hmm. but breaking the Bible down into chapter and verse for convenience has led to proof-texting errors. Yep. It's, it's, it's made it so easy to take this verse here. This verse agrees with my theology. This verse agrees mm-hmm. with my favorite Christian book author, so I can take this verse out, ignore the overarching context of it, and just use this to proof text my opinion. Exactly. And that's very problematic. And the wor- words matter. Mm-hmm. There's not a syllable that the Father speaks or that Jesus speaks that, he's, that, they, that he speaks out of turn or uh, superfluously. You just got right? to see the all whole the words. Yeah. yeah, all his words matter. We have to stop. Like you said, cherry picking individual words out right. to justify our opinion. Yeah, we've got to allow him to disciple us. You know, the, the sad thing is, is there is a lot, and I'm talking a lot of church leaders that absolutely do that to make themselves look good. I yeah, uh, there's yeah. a lot of individuals out there that do it too. There is, but I'm just saying that's how these these church leaders that's how they that's how they pull the wool over the elect's eyes. I mean, for real. And you know, of course. It talks about that. It talks about the elect getting, you know, getting the wool pulled over their eyes and getting since I came pulled. since I came back. But you, to Jesus, you know, I've had all kinds of people come up to me, and they start throwing all these verses at me. You know, this is what this is. This is what this is. But yet, like you were saying, Carl, it's one verse to justify their way of living mm-hmm. instead of reading what's before and after they're just reading the middle right and making it to their life and they're saying well this is what the bible says well that's fine you're right that's what the bible says but it also says before that this and behind it this right that's what makes it mean this and not what you're wanting it to mean what a lot of people what a lot of people do is is what is it in first peter or second peter i can't remember but anyway it talks about itching ears they want to they find somebody that tells them what they want to hear, mm-hmm. not, what, not the truth. Not they, what they need to hear. Not what they need to hear, what they want to hear. So that's what, that's what the Bible talk, talks about, itching ears. So once they get them itching ears, 
they got to go find somebody that's going to scratch them itches. You know, they're going to they're going to put in confirm work, what they confirm want. what they want them to know, what they want them, how they want to believe. Right. right. He so, warned about people doing that with Paul. Yeah. He warned emphatically that people were taking the words of Paul because Paul spoke at a very high level. And they were taking the words of Paul, and in Peter's warning, he said that they were twisting his words unto lawlessness. They were they were taking Paul's words and using his words in a twisted way to excuse disobeying the instructions given by the Father. Changing yes. the contents of the whole phrase. Right. I, I, yes. Right. That's exactly and that's right. what's really, really dangerous about just throwing back verses. Right. Because if you get somebody who knows, you know, and most people that don't believe in God, they'll know the Bible better than you. Yeah. You know, but then they can pick pick and choose anything that's going to hit. You know, that's right. going to be that barb to throw at you to to kind of sting. And if mm-hmm. you can't retort, then they feel they feel they've won. Yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah. try to they're going to try to trip you up because they're going to tell you one thing as to how that how that verse goes. But yet it may not it may not even be what they right. was even yeah, talking their about. Contents yeah. that yeah, their contents of that. Yeah, they're right. They're thinking yes. compared to what it actually means. Right. Because it's, they're just yeah. cherry picking what they yeah. want. Here's an example: yeah. me and me, we was doing a ministry at uh, Hilltop, and we we done a barbecue and played cornhole and fed all the people. And uh, there was one guy there on that that come up on a scooter, and me and Tom Hawker was standing up there, and uh, he kept trying to trip us up. But he kept he kept quoting this one verse, this one verse. I'm like, dude, that ain't even in the Bible. And he kept telling me it was it's Ecclesiastes like four eleven or some crap like that. And I'm like, that is not even right. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I just let him go, you know. And so I, I really wanted to see how this guy was listening to us. So I kind of twisted my words around just a little bit on some belief stuff. And he goes, oh, well, is that how you believe? I'm like, no, that ain't how I believe. This is how I believe. But I just wanted to see if he was listening to me or not. <laughs> you know? Right. So, you know, he heard he heard me say that that twisted way, but he didn't want to listen to the truth part. Because that's what he wanted to hear. Because that's what he wanted. Yeah, he wanted to trip us up, and he wanted to, he wanted to prove that that group of guys there was not, was not there to... Be good for that community part. Yeah. They he wanted to, he wanted us to go away is what he wanted us to yeah. do. Right. That's why I won't even get into to memory verse battles. Yeah. That's what those essentially are in the right. free list. And that's right. Yes. There's no point in it. If you if you want to bring a verse to me and say that this justifies your opinion on something, okay, that's fine. Let's sit down. Let's open the Bible. Let's let's dissect the overarching context of it. Maybe even dig into the Hebrew and Greek and let's see what's actually being said there. But I'm not going to get in this battle of taking cherry picks. And throwing them at each other well, back and forth. It does no justice. It does no justice. No, it and it just none. gets you mad because let me tell you, I got somebody that does it with me all the time because he thinks this and that and this and that, and I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. You know, this is the way you see it, but is that truly how it is? Right. Let's look. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is not what I was taught. You know, yes, those are the words. You know the words, mm-hmm. but obviously you got the meaning. Totally backwards. Right. Right. That's why you never take a verse. No. You get you read before, you read after. So you have the overall context. And and when I'm when I'm talking to somebody or when I'm preaching and I give them verses, I'm like, don't believe what I just said. Read them for yourself and go forward 
and go backwards and get the whole meaning of it. Yeah. Don't get, just take my word for it. Get the beginning, middle, and yes. end. Don't yeah. just get the get take the whole, what you want to justify right. your life. So that get the whole meat and potatoes of it, not right. not just the baby milk of it. Yeah. I think it would be very helpful for a lot of believe, for all believers, honestly, to really study what discipleship the discipleship process looked like in Jesus' mm-hmm. day. They called him rabbi. Even, even his opponents called him rabbi. He had disciples that he that he, he surrounded himself with, just like the other rabbis did. And at no point did we ever see the Pharisees criticizing his way of teaching, mentoring, or leading his disciples, which means that it was basically in line with the traditional way of doing it. Right. So I think it's, it would be very helpful for the churches to really study and dissect what was involved in discipleship back then because it would shock you. Oh, it would absolutely yeah. shock you. Like you, you were expected to follow your master daily to learn everything, everything that they taught, everything that they believed. You were expected to do memorization of of the Word of God. Like you had to have whole sections of the Word of God memorized before they'd even accept you as a disciple. It was extraordinarily involved. Well, and, and we're we, so lazy with our faith. Right. Now. Of course, back then. They had to memorize the Word of God because yes, they, didn't have they didn't have they didn't have books they didn't have Bibles they you know mm-hmm. that wasn't it. that wasn't even a thing yet they I mean of course they had scrolls you know right but but them written. scrolls was only for higher the, ups the higher ups mm-hmm. to read mm-hmm. they wasn't for the average Joe to walk up and be like oh this is what I need to look at it right. don't happen yeah you know we we're spoiled now because we've got we've got these study Bibles. You know, we've got all kinds of content. We have a computer at our fingertips. Computer at our fingertips. Yeah. That fits everybody the only at the thing same is, level. Is you got to watch the computer stuff. Well, because, I'm saying the phone. Yeah, that's what well, I'm, I'm saying. saying. And the Bible app. Even on the phone. Whatever. I mean, yeah, the Bible apps. But there's some twisted stuff oh, yeah. on there. I mean, you know, it, it yeah. looks good. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. But man, is it way wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a disadvantage. <clears throat> yeah, it, it is. Certain ones knew it back then. You know, how are you supposed to know the rules and the laws of the land except for by your leaders? But us, we got it all right to us, but yet we still want to cherry pick it instead of knowing the whole truth. I think their lack of convenience, like we have, led them to, it forced them to take it more seriously. Yep. It's a paradox. Yeah. We have more easy access Mm -hmm. to scripture and teachings than at any point in human history, and yet we're the most ignorant generation that's probably ever walked the face of the earth. Well, it's unreal to me. Yeah, you take uh, you take these foreign countries where they kill you for even thinking about reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Them people, you know, them people are probably more devout than we'll ever oh, yeah. will ever be. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know they're living it every day, and and they want to learn what God's word says. They want to know who Jesus is. You know, and that's the way we should strive every day is to be like them people and be like, oh, I need to know who Jesus is. I need to know what he wants me to do. I need to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where that's where we should be each and every day. I mean, because it just we own nothing in this world anyway. We're here. We was we was put on this earth for a purpose. And the purpose was to be a friend of God. Mm-hmm. That's the only purpose that human beings was put on this earth for. It. That's it. Mm-hmm. Not here for ourselves. Not here for our families. We're here for God. And we should be trying to strive. And don't get me wrong. I'm a broken mess. I, I mess that up each and every day. We should try to strive to do 
his work every day somehow. Mm-hmm. And not just once a day. We should strive to do it all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, that should be our prayer every morning. You know, yes. give, give, show me, reveal to me an opportunity to shine your light and serve you. Exactly. At least yeah. one opportunity. Make it clear. Show me what you want me to do and yep. give me the chance to shine your light in some way to somebody. To right. Yeah, just don't jump up out of bed and be like, oh, God, what are you going to do for me today? We should jump up and be like, hey, God, how can I serve you today? Yeah. Right? That's where we should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should be, thank you for letting me wake yes. up and let, let me glorify you today. Absolutely. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all baby steps. Yeah, and you got to remember, too. But the bad thing is you want it now. Anything, right. anything but, that you've learned in your life, you didn't learn in a couple of months. Right. A couple minutes, actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> the bad side, anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it didn't take long to learn. Oh, it don't take. Here's the line. Mm-hmm. You fear anywhere. Right. You're in trouble. It doesn't, it doesn't take nothing, to, it doesn't take nothing day, to learn to be day. bad. No. I mean, come on, because yeah. think of a baby when they come out, you know, What's the first thing they they cry? They want food, you know. So, same difference. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't get our way, we cry. We want, you know. Yeah. I mean, and whether just, it's coming back to Christ or just, coming to Christ for the right. first time, you're it's just, just like a baby to, all over. To be bad. Yeah, you're hungry for the word. You want to know. You want to understand. Yeah. Or I want to know. I want to understand. Ronnie's like, you guys have got too much content going out here. It could be going on the podcast. It already is. It already is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ronnie. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, then I had no, I had no mentors. Then I had mm-hmm. nobody. You know, I had my grandma. Right. She was our rock. She was diehard Baptist, and she took us to church. But you know, being young like that, and then like I said, seeing what you see, you're like, well, if he's this, why ain't he doing something about this? Right. Yeah. And then you know, it in the sim- sim- most simplistic way. That I can answer that for you would be from a song. That when you think like that, think about what did he create you for? Well, is that how is that how the lyric goes? No. no. You want to sing it? No. Okay. <laughs> but that does come up. It's I can't like, carry a tune with the. And bucket. that has <laughs> came up when I was when I was a teenager. You know, I asked myself that. You know, am I here to go through this on purpose? Right. What's what's really going on here? What yeah. I mean, why am I having to go through this when I see people around me not having to go through it? Mm-hmm. What have I done to deserve what's going on right now? Right. And then it's, how's it's, and it's, how's it supposed to mold me for later? Right. And it, and again, it's just that 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 everybody everybody has that choice to believe and follow or not. You know. And because of the things you went through, it's not because what did you do or why did you deserve that? It's because somebody else made a choice to not follow Christ and live their life like Christ wanted them to. Just like the things that we've done in our lives and the screws, the things we've screwed up are because we weren't following Christ. We made that decision to not follow Christ and live like Jesus. Right, because the way they're doing it, it makes you have to force yourself to make a decision. And if you're not, if you don't have that help, so to say... Or that the people around you to help you, mm-hmm. you're going to turn the wrong way because I, I I know because I did. Right. Well, it's not just you. 
Oh, anybody. Well, yeah, because, anybody. Because, I, because I we're know, human, but right? I'm, I'm right. just talking from yeah. my, my own. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you have to remember, too, is, is like, you know, we lean on each other for a lot of things. Sometimes right. it's just for a, a uplifting uh, scripture, an uplifting song, or something like that in our day, and stuff like that. But it, it still comes down to your personal relationship with Christ, and you having that, and being in that because nobody can do it for you. Right, I understand. Nobody can do it. You know, people can, can guide you, and they can they can give you advice, and they can tell you um, scriptures to look at and things like that. But just because I have a scripture that I love doesn't mean it's going to affect you the same way. Because all of it's God's word, but we're all different. Yeah, like... Just because the fiery furnace is my favorite Bible story for right. personal reasons doesn't mean that it should be yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was, that's cool. Right. But. But you could go along your whole Christian walk and possibly never run across anybody else that that's, that's their favorite Bible, Bible story. You know what I mean? Because of the difference in us as humans. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I have one. I want to point out to you, you made that comment about, you know, why am I going through this? Why do I deserve this? Why isn't this person going through that? Every, when you look from Genesis to Revelation, every individual that God used in a powerful way, from Moses to Ezekiel to Hosea to John the Baptist, their road was tough. Oh, yeah. he, He refined them in a really difficult way. Right, the the ones that he wanted to use mightily, he expected to be refined deeply and sometimes painfully. He he doesn't he doesn't call us to an easy walk. No, the the yoke is light. The walk on the road is not easy, though. Right. Look at Paul. I mean, mm-hmm. well, you don't even have to look at the great people of the Bible. Look around the table. Well, true. Right. Very true. Right? Like Carl, you got shook really hard. I got shook a couple days ago really hard, to be honest with you. Bob got electrocuted. Yeah, Bob got electrocuted. Right? You had a bad childhood. Mike had a bad childhood. Or a rough one, not a bad one. That's not for me to say. Right? Like, I had a good childhood. I just had a bad young adulthood. Just had bad choices. Right. Yeah. That, We've all suffered. Uh, mine was people. my suffer right. was because of what I did to myself. Self inflicting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, even all of us, they're all different, but yet all the same. Yeah. The thing right. is, this is part of the brokenness, right? It yeah. is. And I'm not. And I'm not comparing anybody at this table to all the people that Carl right. said in the Bible. Right. Right. Just for. But to be clear is, as mud there. Right. <laughs> From the least of us to the greatest of us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're yeah. all refining it differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, is we all walk the same road, but different paths. Mm-hmm. Right. See what I'm saying? That kind of clear as mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It is, we're, we've all got the same directive following Jesus. We all, we all have the same Jesus. end destination. Yeah, we got the same end destination. 
But, but if coming, we take the same exits and the same highway this, to get there, we're not walking we might in not. the same line. Right. We're walking right. parallel with one another in our own in our own in path. Our own, yeah. Exactly. At, and at our own speed. And at our own yeah. speed, yes. Because the thing is, is God may have Carl refined and more knowledgeable than I'll ever be. Well, me for sure. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've heard Carl say some stuff that, you know, that... I wouldn't because I don't I don't do the Greek and I don't do I don't do the Hebrew stuff, you know. I he know gets you into do, that. And I'm pretty sure he's you just get making it, it up. <laughs> <laughs> not always. Not always. But <laughs> what I'm saying is is we're all at a different level of faith. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that's what I'm getting at, and you know God will God will take you to the next level of faith, but you got to allow Him to. Mm-hmm. You got to step out on that faith to be able for Him. To show you that he is true and he is the one taking care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first got saved, man, it took me a long time to step out on that first level of faith. I mean, I'm like, and I knew he saved me. You know, I knew I knew Jesus saved me, but still, I I had that control issue. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in control of my own life, but yet I wanted Jesus. I knew Jesus saved me. But I, I was still like, I don't know, but Bob needs to be in control still. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't letting him have the control. And, and still sometimes I catch myself 20-some years later of being a Christian. Wanting that control. Wanting that control. Mm-hmm. You know? Strongholds are tough to tear. Strongholds are tough. Yes, sir. And I want to emphasize, too, I know I've emphasized it before, knowledge isn't faith. Right. No, I, it's I, I, not. You compare knowledge a lot. Right, like your level of knowledge to other people, and I know it frustrates you that you're not where you want to be. You can have less knowledge and a greater faith. Absolutely, knowledge is fine. Yeah, right. But I just want to—I I want to make it clear. Yes. So it stifles down any pride that could well up in me. My knowledge is not evidence of my faith. Right. It's right? not. But I, I, I was just faith in you. Right. Time, I was just so saying that, I knew that we're on a different, you know, we're on different levels of, of learning mm-hmm. is where me, I'm at. But for me to help somebody, it would be harder for me to help somebody mm-hmm. and, f- and feel that I'm misleading them compared to if I say, why don't you come talk to one of the guys that, you know, help me through it, like Bob or you or well, Carl. It's just like just like me. Yeah. Or Ronnie. Well, let me ask you something. Who do you think feels more loved or helped somebody who who has a christian they're they're going through a rough time they're going through a period of turmoil and they have a christian with less knowledge step beside them smile show them they care through their actions or a christian with a lot of knowledge step beside them say well this verse in this chapter in this book says you see what i'm saying yeah like spouting off knowledge right is is fine. It's it's they good to have knowledge. It's good side. to be able to to to, to dissect the word. It's mm-hmm. more important to show people you care. Absolutely, you that's can have, so much more important. Right, knowledge. you can have all mm-hmm. the knowledge in the world, but if you're not showing the love of God through that knowledge, what good is it? What good yeah. is it doing you? I uh, Absolutely. I had it to that point, and this might make sense in a minute. I'm going to try to to make it. Happen. I'm going to share a story from today. So we got this thing. It's a gift from a church that we got. It's called a sunshine box. It was mostly for our kids, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a chalkboard in it, but there was no chalk, right? <laughs> so today I went grocery shopping. and my I'm littles, sorry. 
Yeah, I was miserable with the Walmart too. What a mistake that was. But my littlest, she asked me, she remembered the chalkboard, brought it to me. She's like, can you get me a chalk and an eraser? Because I promised her I would. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to Walmart anyway. I'll get it. I wandered around that place for an hour looking for chalk and an eraser. Simple chalkboard chalk. I found two different sections in two different stores where they had chalk boards, and neither store had chalk. So you don't have chalk still? No. I can pick you up. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> what the heck good is a chalkboard without chalk? I was stunned <laughs> that I went to two stores that sold chalk boards and no chalk. Right. I think we and still I got think, some chalk. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes we approach the Word of God like that. Yeah. Right? We want the chalkboard, but we don't want the chalk. Mm-hmm. Right? We want, we, we want to pick and choose what we like. Right? Pick and choose what aspects that we care about. We sort of fall on the negative end of that verse that we read in the beginning. Not being doers, but only being hearers. Right? There's Having half of something, when you need a whole thing for it to be useful, and you only accept half of it, what good is it? Mm. You might as well have none of it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? That is exactly right. Yep. Mm. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Like, oh, we can hear the wheels going again. <laughs> just like that glass, right? Half empty, half full thing. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's still hard to look at it half full sometimes. It right? is. Right. Especially when we just want to throw a dryer through the wall. <laughs> I just shared but it works now. Emphasize. You you exhibiting your faith and you exhibiting your love, mm-hmm. that shows that you understand you understand God's intent, and that's more important than being able to spout off verses and say, "Well, it means this in Greek, or it means this in Hebrew." Right. Show it, living a life that pours out the intent of God so much more powerful. Yeah. So what's got I me? Mean, I don't think it's really. I want to know the verses, like so I can like spat them off. As much as you want to learn the stories, yeah, I want to understand mm-hmm. the meaning of the stories right. more. More that way, if I do go up to somebody and they start talking about this and that, I can say, "Well, that's you know great if that's the way you think." But I think it's more like this. You I'll can ne- still do I'll that never, now. Well, I, you just don't have self confidence for it, right? I don't know. I don't like give see? somebody the wrong. See, see, yeah. I was just like you. I've said this story on the podcast before. I always had the me or the us that I would go to and ask questions. Yeah. And well, they were like, and I they were like, you questions. Yeah. Quite often. Yeah. And I was the same because way. I'm like, and they were like. One of these days, somebody's going to come up to you and ask, and you're going to know. And you're going to be like, person. let me think on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 one time, and one time in particular, I was like, hang on a second. I think I know, but let me double check. Right. And, and then and that person, that's the same kind of thing. Is If you went to any one of us and asked a question, would you rather, uh, rather us say, I don't know, let me find out and get back to you? Or would you rather us be yes you about it? Find down. Right. See? And that's everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, but and that's, that's so that's the thing is right there. If you, if you run into something and you you don't have that answer, that 
it's more palatable to a lot of people than anything because it's it's you're not just trying to get rid of me you're not you're actually thinking about this or you're going to get the information and get back to me so you're you are caring about this you are showing that you care about it yeah yeah and you don't think the time will come but it will come it will mm-hmm. and you know it, and it's going to surprise you when it does come yeah because it's going to catch you off guard mm-hmm. oh, cuz yeah. you're just going to blurt it out and you'll be like did yeah. really just why say is that? why is silent ron calling me i don't have the answers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i, remember, yeah. I want to remind you too it tells us in the word it's in the book of acts i think i can't remember exactly where but he's he's it essentially says don't worry about what you'll say when you're brought before the people that need to hear the word of God, mm-hmm. the Spirit will give you what you need to say in that hour. Yeah, right. Um, that's, that's why it's. So I much, think it is an acts. I think so. I that's think. why it's so much, so much more important. It's so much of a weightier matter to exhibit the faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To build the trust in your heart, so that you can be the sort of person that can have such trust that the Spirit will just speak through you. Right. Even speaking knowledge that you may not have known of your own. Mm-hmm. And you right. know that's not saying that you shouldn't study. I'm not saying you shouldn't right. seek the knowledge. But you should. Yes. The faith and trust matters more. Yes. You know what? What? What's God tell us? What? What's He command us to do? He doesn't command us. Oh, go out and get as much knowledge as you can get, and then tell everybody about it. <laughs> Pharisees had knowledge. Yeah, Pharisees had knowledge, but boy, they didn't have no. They had a lot of heart issues, but it wasn't towards God. I can tell you that. Right. God tells us to. Love our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. Then he goes on to say, love your neighbor as yourself. So, I guess it's not more of a learning thing, it's an understanding thing. Right. And, and, and that takes time. <clears throat> you know, it takes time. Like I said, anything worth doing is worth doing right, and it's taking that time to, to, to you have to be patient. I mean, you have to. Like, you didn't learn how to fix cars, you know, in a couple months span. No, that took a long time to figure out. About 20 years. There you go. And that goes back to that discipleship process I talked about and why I think it's it's damaging that the church has neglected that because mm-hmm. that wasn't a six-month internship. Right. We're talking like a years-long process. It took years mm-hmm. for them to get past the, the, the phase of disciple to be a rabbi. Years. Yeah. Like, this was not a quick fix. This was something that they were expected to take seriously. It was essentially their full-time job. If you were a disciple, that was your full-time job. Mm-hmm. And you were expected to take it seriously, to study intensely, like more intensely than even most American colleges mm-hmm. expect you to learn. Like you were doing this night and day. It didn't come overnight. Yeah, you, you lived, you breathed, you ate, you all, yeah. and everything. You were in a day. I mean, it just, yeah. that was it. it. Was that yeah. was your yeah. job. And you want to know how bad we dumbed that down? It's going to be a hard pill for some people to swallow. But now you can get that online, that certificate yeah. online yeah. in days. Mm-hmm. In days. Yeah. Some places you can just pay. Yeah. And pay you don't even have to take right. the test. Yep. Yeah. I guess it's just hard to get. And that goes right. back, and that goes back to what you were saying a while ago. What good's it doing? Yeah, it's we've, not. We've reduced discipleship down to a one-hour lecture a week. Yep. If we're being honest, and you know, yeah, no, yeah. Well, like I say, I'm not saying that 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 stuff doesn't matter. I'm not saying right. that, that 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 worship period doesn't matter, and that 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 sermons don't have their place and their impact. The discipleship ain't it. You're not going to get discipled by a one-hour or 45-minute speech once a week. No. You will never get discipled like that. You'll, Trust me. you'll feel good. You'll get pumped up. 
you'll wave your, your hands in the air, might make you emotional, right. might cry a little bit. You're not being discipled, though. If there's no follow-through on discipleship, it, it never leads anywhere. I think it just leads to, to committed attendees, passionate right. attendees. Correct That's me if I'm means. wrong, but there's a difference from, be, from getting discipled and being convicted. Yes. I mean, you know, if you're getting discipled, you're learning. Conviction, you're still learning, but it's something you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the difference between conviction and refinement. Yes. Discipleship would be a long-term refinement process. Refine, yes. I would, I, would, I would say conviction is yeah. what leads to it. Conviction, yes. Thank you. I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> that was clear as mud, huh, Ron? To a point. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things for me. It's like you're forced to take the wheel. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're being asked to let go of the wheel and trust and follow. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to let go of the wheel. Oh, oh, that's the control absolutely. part right there, yes. Yeah. Surrender is the hardest thing. Surrender is hard, yes. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to surrender that. Whoever told you years. that it was easy Henderson. to let go of the wheel? Don't get me wrong. Flat out lie. Say I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Whoever, says, whoever says that it's easy to let go of the wheel? Because like I said, growing Flat up, out lies. Yeah, they're wrong. Because like I said, growing up, you know, you had this stuff going on, and then you're like, you got younger brothers and sisters and you take it upon yourself to take that wheel mm-hmm. because you have them to look out for right. on top of yourself. So you give up yourself to take care and watch them. Then who's watching you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I didn't have nobody. And then it goes back to that dream I had. Obviously, I had him. He was right next to me the whole time. And mm-hmm. I just didn't notice it because yeah. I could I could not let go of the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to where he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's there. Yeah. All you got to do is... Even when you're not looking. Even when you're not looking, he's I there. I just felt an obligation that I had to control that will until my siblings could control their own. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is an amazing thing. Absolutely. Yeah, very amazing, yes. He's, no, oh, but, it also, but it also helped put you on a path of knowing that this isn't what you wanted for your life. Right. This wasn't what was going to happen with your kids. This wasn't what was going to happen with your family. And you broke that chain. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and, and that's, that's the, the grace of God. That's the grace of God that could break that chain. And most times we don't even see it until years down the road to where we decide to, you know, go back and, and, and say, Hey, I, I should have been following Christ this whole time. You're right. You know? You know, yeah, because like I said, that's that it dream. only takes it yeah. only takes one man to break the generational curses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know that could have been a generational curse that you all that that extended from your before family, and you broke it mm-hmm. by saying, "Okay, I'm done with doing it that way. My kids is not going to live like this. I'm going to be a different man than what he is," and that broke the generational curse right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's the nugget of commitment that he's looking for in our heart yes it's not perfection he wants it he'll get us to perfection eventually mm-hmm. not in this life but we'll get right. there but he's not looking for perfection he's looking for that nugget like David had that seeks after and inquires of God yes. right to do the right thing even though we'll stumble mm-hmm. nugget you can say oh 
No, it's not. I don't. I don't even know what he's talking. There was about. a silent joke. It was, it was a wrestling thing. Oh, Sorry, okay. <laughs> oh. I got it now. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for the sort of person that has that that peace in their heart that's willing to seek after God. Yes. Something he can work with. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not looking for somebody that's got it all figured out. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't think you find anybody. Yeah, not me. There is no. Well, I mean, break it down. He could have made it that way. Right. Yeah. I mean. He created everything. He could have just made it easy and just been like, I'm just going to create this just, and everybody's going to do the right thing and worship me and, <laughs> and you know, live in the life that I want them to and be perfect and just automatize. Well, you know, he could have, he could have done it right there in the Garden of Eden. He yeah. could have took the tree of good and evil and just got rid of it, pulled it right up out of the roots and it, it been gone. Adam and Eve would have never, ever sinned. Mm-hmm. And Satan would have never been able to be like, oh. Or never you? brought it to their attention. Or never brought it to their attention. Right? Because yeah. if you don't bring it to his attention, then yeah. they probably it, probably would have never even paid attention ne- to right. it. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Or when right. it started over with the, after the flood. Yeah, exactly. I mean. But like we talked about before, love is sort of meaningless without the option to not love. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. Well, yeah, like because, for, for those that would challenge scripture on that, well, why did he put it there? That wasn't fair. Because love doesn't mean anything if we don't have a choice. Well, we'd be mm-hmm. like robots. Right. I mean, you yeah. know. Right. So God give us... Johnny Five's alive. Johnny Five's right. alive. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, God. that's why God gave us choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives us free will. That's exactly why he did it. And we've been messing it up ever since. I was going to say, that's a pain. Take it back. (laughs) All right. This is fun. We need to do this more often to where we don't have a topic and we just throw something out there. Yeah, I agree. I do got one more thing to say. We're talking about generational curses. Adam and Eve started the first generational curse. Jesus changed that generational curse. Because mm-hmm. they give us the sin and Jesus took it away. Yeah. So that was the final thought. That was my final thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike? How can you beat that one? How can you beat that one? I know it's your little quick one, and just pray and give it to God, and then we're done, yeah, right? Give it over. No. Um, actually, I just I think to go back on what I started talking about, you know, just continue to ta- challenge yourself, challenge yourself to have a better relationship with Christ mm-hmm. every day. You yeah. know, because it's every day I walk you know, out of church, I question myself. Yeah. Am I doing? Do you question yourself or do you challenge yourself? Challenge your question. I guess. Yeah. No, it's not the same thing. You, I don't know how you look at it. But when I listen to Cole's sermon and I walk out, I'm like, am I doing this? Right. And if I'm not, oh, I do that how do I fix it? Yeah, how I do, do that I during the I don't sermon. have to walk out. I, I, yeah. Well, I, as soon as he says it, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't listen and your wife smacks you in the back of the head. And That's just what I mean. You know, Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always get to thinking more about it after the fact. You know, I listen. Oh, I listen during, yeah. and I'm I'm intrigued and I'm in it, but it it really doesn't hit me until I get out 
and I and uh, you can process it. Yes, process Tell everything it. in my head until it's got time to sit there and simmer and soak in a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, and then you start thinking about yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, similarities to what he's saying mm-hmm. according to your life and how you're doing it and how you should be doing it or are you doing it this way? Which you should be doing it this way, and then it's like. Ugh. Got to work on that one. <laughs> and, I, and I always have a double-edged sword because, like, I, I love the fact of even sitting right next to my wife, and because we, well, we'll talk every every Sunday after sermon, and I'll be like, "Well, what do you think?" And you know, it'll we'll go back and forth and whatever. And normally, she is focused on something that I wasn't focused on. You know, so it it creates a great you know a, a great conversation and things like that but on the the other side of that sword is when i say well i think i do this well oh you do <laughs> you know? <laughs> because you know besides god who knows me better right, right the woman right. i'm with all the time you know the one that god put in my life and if she's not honest with me you know which sometimes blatantly you know <laughs> but the, the, you know, then what are we? What are we doing? But also, how how am I going to get anything done better? How am I going to become a better person? You know, it was you know, I was I was a, I was a dad at nineteen. You know, with not the best you know uh, example, and you know, so it was like I had to relearn how to become a dad. I had to do all of these different things when I got with my wife because some of the stuff was this is kind of like childish the way that you're doing this you know and things like that and those were hard conversations but to still do that and still want to hear that even if it's you know going against what i think i'm doing right you know it's it's hard but it's necessary because it's one more thing to keep me on the path of what i want in my life Mm -hmm. you know it's that change absolutely you know you got a final thought I do. I think we just we need to remember what we were called to do. We were called not to make converts. We were called not to make believers. We were called not to make passionate attendees so we have a big, vibrant, growing church to boast about. We were called to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And discipleship requires taking the whole Word of God, not just half of it, not just everything after Malachi. It requires taking the whole Word of God taking the whole Word of God seriously and applying it to our lives. That's what we were called to do. And we need to take that so much more seriously than we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think my final thought pretty much sums up what everybody said. Do that inward inward search and make sure you have that passionate relationship with him not just for an hour 45 minutes a week yeah that is true join us on our Facebook group Broken Record Ministries like comment give us some topic discussions Um, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com And until next time, Broken Records Ministry, catch on the flip side.